my name is Paula McGurdy and I am a visual artist based in Dublin in Ireland and I started this podcast last year in lockdown and really the idea was to champion other female uh, artists within Ireland um, just to hear more about their story and I am fascinated by how people got into art, what their creative background is, a bit more about their process, all of that. I love it. I think it's really, really fascinating. And I think regardless of whether you're an artist or not, I think to find out a bit more about how people create things is a wonderful thing. So I hope you enjoy them. Um, this series is on podcasts. So all of the main podcasts, Spotify, uh, iTunes, all of those places. Um, and it's also available on YouTube as well. So you can see them on my YouTube channel channel Paula McGurdy um, if you like it please subscribe please like please share obviously the way that these get out there and are seen more is if you guys champion them as well and champion the artists that are sharing as well they give their time up as well to be here and to chat and share more about the process and it's an amazing thing morning Tori oh morning <laughs> thank you for coming on um, it's great to meet you and uh, talk to you and um, yeah, I guess when you meet people on Instagram, it feels kind of like you know people already because you're seeing so much of what they do and you're hearing them talk and you have like, quite a bit yeah. of interaction going on. So it's yeah, great I feel to like meet I you. Know, yeah, I feel like you're an old friend that we've known for a long time from all your stories. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and your, um, your activity on Instagram and your profile is is just brilliant Paula like you're so active and consistent and um I know how much time and effort that puts you know that you put into that so um fair play to you you do a lot thanks of Tori yeah I think uh we were saying it's it's like a full-time job the social media is like a full-time job and anytime things change on Instagram I just I go, oh my goodness, now, now I need to no, learn something new. <laughs> no, no, I know. Not more. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I just stick to what I know now. When they introduce new things, I go, oh, maybe maybe that's not for me. I, I just deal I with know. what I'm doing. Now I will. Yeah. Um, you know, every now and again, I'll dabble into something, but I, I kind of tend to just do the things the way I do it and hope that that's yeah. enough. <laughs> hope for the best I know yeah. um it's just it's I think they're making it like, like it's just becoming harder isn't it on like yeah. to keep up with with everything on on Instagram and all the new things but anyway that's such yeah. is life and such is social such media is it's I mean it's it's a it's a love hate I mean it's amazing I think um I think there's never been a better time to be a creative person, you know, to be an artist because it's yeah. such a visual platform that you can put yeah. your work out there and people can see it. It's global, isn't it? You know, so it's, it's an amazing thing, really. It is. Um, and I mean, I, I love it. Like there, there are definitely sides of it that I absolutely love. And I mean, I just feast on the visual side of it, you know, absolutely love seeing other, like, you know, to have other creatives work there, and for you to be able yeah. to, you know, find and discover all these new, amazing, um, talented people. I absolutely love it. But then, you know, mm. there is the other side where you're like, okay, you know, I need to get back to my real life now and actually get exactly. some work done. <laughs> so <laughs> Stop balance, with the scroll, you know. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. the discipline. If yeah. I had a little more discipline, but that's it's why I true. tend to be, um, I think, slightly inconsistent with my um, profile because sometimes I just have to say to myself, step back 
so that I can actually get the work done because I do get caught up you know so um yes going okay I'm just going to take a couple of days and just concentrate on the work and then I'll get back on and update you know update people about what what I've been doing you know that's a healthy way to do it though I think Tori you know well just finding your own way you know what I mean like you seem to have a system that really works that you can document your work as you're doing it and that's your content and that's lovely whereas Mm. I faff about something shocking and I'm taking photographs and I'll take 20 more photographs and you know what I mean so um, I just don't seem to have the rhythm down to be able to just put put stuff out there quickly so um yeah but you do you do a great job well, t- thanks, Tori, but believe you me, there's a lot of faffing that goes on as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I think creative people tend to be really good faffers as well. I think that's like a speciality, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> oh, I know. Um, I learned this phrase many years ago, but myself and my friend, this is when we were teenagers, we used to just love looking out the window. <laughs> It sounds like we were real rebels, doesn't it? But we used to love looking out the window and watching people pass by. And apparently it's called piddling. (laughs) There's a name for it. You just, yeah, that you just kind of taking the world in. You just, you know, looking at, you know, people passing by. You're not doing anything much, but it's piddling. And uh, I love a bit of piddling as well. That's actually a memory I have from school is really classroom and everybody else like looking around at everybody else and going how are they all like paying attention and interested in this crap and I would just be there like staring out the window at the clouds going past and you know just in like I'm such a daydreamer really Um, I I, I love a good piddle piddling well I think you know the daydreaming (laughs) really piddling yeah I think the daydreaming kind of goes and it's seen as a negative thing isn't it but actually I think that whole like just being curious and reflecting and your imagination wandering and we don't really leave much time for that anymore you know so um and it is lovely and people watching is lovely absolutely yeah yeah I love it just watching the world go by it's so nice yeah yeah as you say that I'm kind of thinking of somewhere in a nice piazza in Italy somewhere with a nice coffee that'd be my ideal now you know yeah I know there's some live music playing in the background the dream yeah yeah Yeah. and so Tori you mentioned school there I mean I guess um were you creative in school tell us a bit about your story and where, where it all began for you like in terms of your creativity yeah um I suppose I was you know um I did art for a level for GCC and a level so it was definitely like art subjects were my strength in school um but I I even at that age I knew I was itching not to be doing still lifes and not to be Mm -hmm. doing um you know figurative stuff and um like I, I loved working with um, clay and, you know, um, <clears throat> mixed media and that type of thing. Um, so like, you know, regular art, you know, I still felt it wasn't really, it wasn't really where I was was um, excelling. But anyway, I went on to art college. So, um, and I did um, a year in the University of Ulster in Belfast, the foundation year. And then I did, um, I specialized in fashion and textile design and NCAD. So, um, so yeah, in my, in the foundation year, I was really conflicted because I, I really, I had done all these different, tried these different disciplines and, um, like I love textiles and textile print, 
and yeah I don't know yeah I went for text I went for fashion textile design which now looking back confuses me <laughs> um, yeah. because there's so many other areas that I loved I loved screen printing I loved ceramics I loved you know but I suppose you have to make a decision you know yeah yeah um so yeah so I went into more of a like a design discipline and worked in that area for quite a few years um but it's so funny Paula because you know you just always I, I always had this gnawing feeling that it wasn't the right fit mm. you know I wasn't I wasn't I loved working in 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 a creative environment but fashion tech fashion especially is very um stressy and fast-paced and um cutthroat and I'm not I don't like stress <laughs> I, don't, I don't like fast paced I like you know I like to take time over things and develop things um mm. you know naturally rather than force yeah. force push push all the time mm. um so drawing and painting um I, I just kept doing that all the time in the background um without it really being intentional it was just that I loved it um mm. and so then when so then really like becoming a full-time you know artist has only happened since I've had my two kids and been at home more and and really decided that I love it so much that I have to do it every day and I I'm choosing not to do a job every day that I don't love because life mm. is too short and I can't you know mm. um like yeah yeah so that's been where you know how I've come to be where I am now you know and um like I agree with you about you said you don't agree with the starving artist mentality and mm. I don't either and I mm. like when I was telling people to begin with I'm gonna you know my full-time job now is gonna be painting I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. be more like be cracked okay yeah <laughs> right, actually meant I was like no you can you can make a living doing this you can and yeah. I, I really believe that, um, but it has, it, it's difficult, it's really hard. Um, mm. And, you know, people take a lot of convincing. <laughs> mm. but, um, but yeah, getting to do what you love just has to be the thing, you know. Mm. I you should send you on a reel, you might have seen it. I saw a reel there uh, yesterday and it was about that, telling people what you do and people were saying, oh, now that the kids, I was this uh, artist and she, somebody said to her, now that the kids have gone back to school, what are you going to do? Are you going to go and get a job? And she was saying, well, yeah, I'm going to like start focusing on my on my art and, you know, look into that as a career. And it's quite funny because, you know, the reaction was like, oh, yeah, whatever. So really, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. And, uh, uh, I, yeah, there's definitely that that mentality, I guess, isn't it? You know, but I also think is that whole thing of, for many artists, they don't know how to make it as a career. You know, they're not taught yeah. how to how to pursue it as a career in terms of not having, like having a job, but also a job that's paying for you to have your art practice, yeah. I guess, as well, instead of like having an art practice and that paying as your, like, as your job, you know? And as you said, yeah. it is hard, Tori, isn't it? I guess you've been doing it for a few years now. Right? Yeah, probably, um, probably three or four years properly, you know, you know, putting full time hours into it and more. Um, and um, yeah, for me, I suppose, um, 
like getting the website up and running and and actually having work you know putting work up there regularly and talking about that as being um you know somewhere people can go to purchase work that immediately changed it from being you know made made me feel I have a business now and mm. I have a platform and and I'm proud of what's there and and you know I'd love to invite people to come and see that you know um yeah. and that that was you know so yeah getting the website up and running was it was a big um shift in my men- mindset and also mm. Um, when I was talking about hardships, I think the the hardest thing for me has really been to to have confidence and to back myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I know I'm not unique in that as a creative either, but um, I definitely do get it's it's getting easier for me. But I still get periods of being completely like, oh my god, I can't put this work out there. I I don't know how people are going to feel about this. I feel so vulnerable. I feel like I am showing stuff that is so mm-hmm. important to me. But what if it does? It just you know is flat when I put it out there, and it just goes. Um, you know, I genuinely have periods of feeling really terrified of putting work out there because it takes so much to make it. You know what I mean? You put so much mm-hmm. of yourself into it. Um, yeah. But that's I think. Lovely- I think. Yeah, lots of creatives have that, don't don't they, uh, Tori? Yeah. And I think it kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it, with the whole, yeah. you know, the whole journey of being a being a creative. Um, do you? How do you combat that then? Do you do you just do it anyway? Is it kind of just like fuck it? I'll just put it out and or um, I get to that stage, but it takes it takes a while, and I yeah. I know I. I can I can sense it in myself because I know I, I, procra- I start procrastinating like a mental mm. person. So I'm like, you know, I'll say to myself, okay, I'm gonna put new work up and talk to my newsletter subscribers about it next week by the end of next week, and it'll come to the end of next week, and I'll go, oh God, no, I can't do it this week because you know there's this and there's this and there's that, and I start yeah. kicking the can, kicking the can down the road, and I go, okay. You know, I'm resi- I'm definitely resisting this, and I'm feeling really uncomfortable with it. But um, yeah, now I I just try to just stick to deadlines that I make for myself. You know, mm-hmm. because I I I work better with deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I need to push myself because otherwise yeah. the flashing just having <laughs> begins just all over again yeah and over. so yeah, yeah like feeling uncomfortable is just part of it it is isn't it it's you know you can have mm. such amazing days in the studio where you're just bursting and going oh my god I you know you just yeah. enjoy every minute and then you have other days where you go oh this is really tough I you know I've really got to get over something difficult here um yeah. but I think that's what that's what it is Paula that is so I love so much about it is I feel art my art teaches me so much about me every every Mm. day you know what Mm. I mean it forces me to really look at myself and go why am I you know well first of all what is it that makes me really happy you know what do I want to create that is going to make me really happy that's the motivation but then also why why are these things so difficult for me why are these steps that I take challenging me so much uh, and then you you know you you're, you get reflective and you can see learn more about yourself um mm. 
and accept and then, things about yourself that maybe yeah would have been hard to accept you know mm. and then I guess you learn once you push through that then and come out the other side and realize actually I did that and it wasn't as bad or you know people loved it or you know it, it turned yeah. out better than your expectations I guess you know so the whole learning cycle then kind of begins again I guess you know yeah but yeah the the mindset thing is is huge isn't it like the that part of the self-confidence you have to have I feel like as a creative if you're pursuing it as a as a career you have to have so much um self-belief and determination to continue to show up make the work and then yeah. put it out into the world um and it is that vulnerable thing like what you were saying as well Tori yeah. just that vulnerability of when you put so much of yourself into your work and then you're putting it out into the world and you know it doesn't get received in the way that you thought or it doesn't sell or whatever it has it, there's these constant doubts that just then start spiraling in your head you know and um yeah i i get it i fully get it you know um it, it's funny even a, a couple of weeks ago i remember saying to my husband so this last the last collection that i did i said to him oh just you know the way you kind of go back and forth about some things and I was talking about something and I said I just I don't know I was feeling quite low about things like in terms of where it was going and and then about 30 minutes later um it was as if the universe had heard something and um I got a ping on my phone and I got a, one of my one of my original souls and I was going those moments though really are so important aren't they and that's why yeah. like when people do buy stuff and that's you know what I always try to say to my customers is you really don't know how much that means to me because Unbelievable. you know yeah. yeah it does it yeah. lifts you right back up again and you can be yeah. feeling complete shit you know where you're yeah. like oh I'm just gonna go and get a proper job <laughs> yeah exactly you know? yeah <laughs> and, and I do it every time well like every time I'm about to um add some new work or release something new I always say to my husband um oh I just I just don't know like I loved it and I you know and I put so much but now I'm like shit I don't know I don't know do I love it anymore and he's like you do this every time you, you realize that you say this to me every time and I'm like <laughs> you're gonna have a little recording now with all of the various yeah. conversations that you have to remind yourself you know that this has happened yeah. before and you've been through it and it's gone really well yeah. but yeah it's those doubts that just constantly come back and it's that imposter syndrome Syndrome, isn't it I guess the ego like like who wants to buy that or you know why would you put that out into the world and you know but know, actually it's, it's mad though isn't it because like you know people talk about imposter syndrome but and then you go oh yeah but but like what you feel yourself is so raw and so like yeah. you're like oh my god you know is it mm. is it more than that is it you know you you really have to yeah. Um, and you're right, you really have to find ways of being able to manage it. And definitely, mm. like, I know the exit, I know going for a run really helps me, you know, and mm. just um, trying to step away from the work because sometimes I don't know if you're the same, but if 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 something's bothering me, I tend to keep push, push, pushing to try and resolve it. Whereas mm. 
I know from experience that sometimes just leaving it behind for even a day, do you know, just saying, like, it's not going the direction I wanted to go in, having space from it is way better than being, yeah. you know, pushing, you know, trying to push it in the right direction. Yeah, um, yeah. But I'm really stubborn. And that's what when, when you said there, you know, you need to be, you need to be really determined. I think that's the one thing that really, you know, keeps me going is I'm really, I'm really pig-headed and I don't like mm. things <laughs> to um, beat me. So, yeah. um, you know, so I, I, I really will keep going at something if I set my mind to it. So um, yeah. that's something. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's obviously paying off though, um, Tori, because your work is really beautiful and you seem to be oh, doing well and you're doing prints as well, is that right? You do you sell prints and your originals, is that right? Yeah, so I was only selling originals up to maybe was it about this time last year, and then I've introduced my prints and they're they're going really well. So um yeah, I've had a very good year, Paula. Um the lock the pandemic or, or during the whole pandemic has been very busy and I, you know, I'm absolutely delighted because when the whole thing kicked off, I was like, oh my God, is this it? Nobody's going to be yeah. buying anything. And it was, it was really good, you know, really good mm. for business. Um, so, uh, yeah, the prints are going well and, um, yeah, I like selling the prints. I think art should be accessible for, mm. you know, for everyone. So I love mm. being able to offer work at lots of different price points. Um, yeah. And I like um, doing some small original work that is is more um, affordable. Um, and for mm -hmm. Christmas, I'm going to do a range of some smaller pieces that will make kind of nice nice art gifts. Um, yeah. And I think that that's really important as well. That you know you can keep things affordable and then have your bigger statement higher priced. Yeah, items. to make it accessible to everybody, really, isn't that yeah. right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, tell us a bit about your process. So, obviously, I know for those not listening, I guess, how would you describe your work, Tori? Um, first off, and tell us a bit about your process. Like, how do you start your work? Um, well, I, I suppose I describe my work as uh, abstract, colorful, abstract. Um, I think it's fun, like fun, kind of um fun and kind of free work um because that's how I feel when I'm when I'm making it um mm. the process does tend to be very intuitive and organic you know I do start sometimes with sketchbook work which are like little compositions usually just in um pencil and that'll give me like the initial kind of idea of a layout or a, a, a very loose plan but it, it it evolves it never stay it never stays exactly as that original sketch was um because I I love layering colors over other colors and transparent colors over you know you know more definite blocks underneath and adding mark mm. making so um you know it, it evolves then and becomes something quite different from from mm. the original idea um but it's definitely color play mark making and um I don't know I just it's just creating something that I think is a really beautiful thing and that really mm. lifts me and gives me such a buzz you know so and I, yeah. and I and then I think that it has that effect on 
the person who, who buys it and, and hangs it on their wall. Um, yeah. your your color palette is quite distinctive I guess isn't it it's beautiful like the pinks and the greens and stuff which yeah. is lovely yeah, color combination you know yeah I do I love green um I've always loved green and like friends a friend in college and she's like when are you going to get over green she's like even when you were in college green was your thing. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm not going to get over it because it is my thing um and, I've even worn yeah. my honorary green top for you today I know. Sorry. <laughs> this stuff you look better over obviously. here this green <laughs> um so uh yeah i love color and, and it's funny like when you're saying a distinctive palette because i like i love there's so many other colors i love like orange and rusty colors and and sometimes i introduce them and then i'm like no 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 take yeah, them out again take them out again. it's funny <laughs> yeah um yeah um but but the process as well like you were asking about my process i love um i don't know about you but do you listen to music when you work I listen to sometimes music. I listen to loads of podcasts or audiobooks. Yeah, I don't really take anything much on board to be honest with you. But it's yeah, just, it's like no, company or something in the studio. I can't work with other people around really, but I like no. I like to have something going on. You know, otherwise yeah, the yeah. silence is too much. Maybe I mean sometimes. Yeah. But do you have music on then, Tori? Would you yeah, listen yeah. to? Yeah, <clears throat> I always have music on. And see, you you sit at a desk, don't you, when you work? Yeah, a desk or else just up, up here, um, yeah. The, yeah, the wall. Yeah. Um, no, I I would listen to music and I don't really work at a desk. Like the canvases or the paper would be on the floor or on the walls um, because I like to be far away, you know, mm. like far away from the surface just because I find that my marks are looser that way. Um, yeah. And I like listening to music, but like I like listening to, <laughs> I love listening to like dance music and um, electronic music, and you know music, so a lot of music that doesn't instrumental stuff that doesn't have um, words because Lyrics I just like that yeah, it's like it's like white sound then, but oh, there's yeah. but there's a rhythm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I get you. So you having your own dance little rave in your studio then? You know, I do. I actually yeah. do. And my neighbors <laughs> laugh their heads off because they're like, they know what I'm painting because they can hear the music bumping away. <laughs> and um, and like my there's a window in my kitchen that looks out on the studio, and um, my kids and my husband are always laughing because they said my arse is shaking and I'm talking about my studio. <laughs> it's your happy place Tori yeah and yeah yeah I just get lost in my own little world yeah. out there so um, yeah so that movement and like free like I like I know you know that feeling when you're dancing you feel really free yeah. and really yeah. uninhibited and and that's all a part of um what I love about abstract work is mm. of control in a way you know it's it's totally imagination um it's total getting rid of all inhibitions you know yeah. and just letting it go on the page or on the canvas and that's that's where the fun is in is it for me it's it feels so free you know mm. and I guess it's that thing of losing yourself in it then as well isn't yeah. it you know you're losing yourself in the flow I suppose as well and the music helps you with yeah. that yeah yeah it's a lovely place it's it's a lovely place to to get to isn't it when you when you're mm. when you realize a couple of hours have passed and you haven't even felt them you haven't just... even picked up the kids from school <laughs> no no you're like, Shh, go. um 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, there's always that. The morning just completely disappears. It does doesn't it? fly by, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I saw you the other day and you do something similar to me. You had like a little bit of like paper, looking for a bit of paper, yeah. um, a little bit of paper and you attached it to your canvas and it had some marks on it um, yeah. just to see how it was going to look yeah. and you left it there. And I do things like that. So I was like, oh, I love that you did that as well. So and well, kind of I, part that of was process. Yeah. I only copped on to that like recently because I would, you know, you know, when you think, oh, I go in with a really bright bit of pink there and I'd paint it in and then I'd be like, mm, no, oh, that, that's not great. So I'm like, why don't I just paint the pink on another piece of paper? And yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it, um, it uh, yeah, it's a, it's lovely to be able to really visualize something before you make the next move. Um, yeah. But also I painted in my, in this new collection of work, I painted a, a page completely black and put white dots on it and ripped out a shape. And that shape is now in, nearly every one of the new paintings so it's become like a okay. consistent um theme or, or thread mm. that, runs, that runs throughout um all of the work so it just tie, ties the collection together in a way as well mm. and do you use a lot of um mediums and stuff like that in your work then as well Tori or is it I, well mainly just pastel and acrylic and um sometimes I use some inks um okay yeah and sometimes Posca markers, you know, because I like sometimes a big um, definite marker line through yeah. the middle of the painted. You know, I know you use your markers as well, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, I love the markers. Yeah, so I love just, you know, the, the contrast of um, different line quality is lovely. I love I love that mm. um, in work. So, yeah, I'll play about with that as well. Mm. So your work day, you basically, you go into the studio every day, is that it? Do you try and make work every day or be creative? Or do you find that you have certain days that you work on your art and then other days that you're packing up orders? Or how does how does your day-to-day -day kind of look, I guess? Yeah, it would be mixed like that. I, like, I don't, you know, I know some people spend like Monday maybe doing all their admin and all their stuff and then choose, you know, they... Um, but I would, I would, you know, maybe more uh, break up the few hours that I have in the morning. Um, mm. Usually start off just checking emails and stuff like that really quickly. I don't spend too long on the computer first thing um, because I usually am dying to get down and just do a bit of painting, you know, to start off the day. So, mm. um, yeah, paint for a few hours in the mornings and then orders usually would do around lunchtime so that I can take my deliveries down when I'm doing the school run. Um, and then I don't usually, I might do half an hour work in the afternoon or an hour back down in the studio, but the kids are home. So it's, it's harder to, you know, yeah. to get into that. Yeah, um, so yeah, you, after, afternoons, which is lovely. I usually, I usually kind of don't do much, um, work and then work in the evenings and it will be back down to the studio and I would usually paint for an hour or two, you know, not every evening. Um, mm. But if I'm going through a busy period or I've set myself some form of a of a deadline, um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll work back in the down evening. In the evening. Well. Even back in the winter there. time as well, Tori, will you like? Would you be down there in the evening time? Yeah, at the yeah, when it's dark. Um, yeah, yeah. The studio I got really good. Like you know, the white, the natural daylight 
um, lights in there. So it's 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 really good for working in in the dark. And it's I have a really good yeah. heater as well. So it crank that on. And um, definitely that. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's actually lovely going down there at night. You know, you do feel like That's you're in a new world of your own. So um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can go down to your studio, close the door. Do the kids come down and um, oh, yeah. try and disturb you? Or do they know, oh, no, mom's in there and she's working? Or do they, do no, they try no, they and come, come down? Like, you'll say to them, oh, I'm going down now. You know, but, and, like, even if I put them to bed and then I go out the back, the next thing I'll just see this wee, you know, the wee slippers coming down <laughs> the path the face at the window and I'll be like I put you to bed half an hour ago and they'll come in and like what are you doing mom what are you working on um so yeah I get regular visits I get the face against the window regularly so that's very sweet yeah that's very sweet I mean I think I think also for them to be seeing you making and creating and doing something that you find really passionate and that you love is amazing yeah. isn't it for them you know um it is yeah it is it's lovely and but Elsie it's funny because she she's nine so she's really um like when I'm working at nights now sometimes she come down she would be like is this your hobby or is this your job and I'm like it's okay. um, it's my job but it's it's my hobby and that it's something I love and she's like but mom you seem to be putting so much time into it is it hard work now you know so she's trying uh, to work out she's trying yeah. to work out um you know, if it's your hobby and if it's something you love, do you need to do it as much as you do it? You know, so okay. I'm just going to see it's still something that you, that I'm earning a living from. Yeah. So um, even though I love it, I still have to do it enough for it to, to, make, to bring money. Yeah, to make money. Yeah. But I did, isn't that wonderful that she's asking and she's, mm. mo you're modeling that to her and she's able to see that because I think, um lots of children don't get to see that you know that actually something your passion can be something that you make a living from and it can be yeah fulfilling and you can love what you do it might be hard work but you still absolutely love your making and creating and yeah, all of that yeah. kind of stuff you know for yeah. kids to be brought up in that and see that creativity that you can make a living from that I think it's a wonderful thing you know so it is yeah. a lovely thing and I think like there would have been a lot of um creative people like or my family I'd have a lot of creative relatives and um I think that was one of my motivations as well Paula was because I saw such talented people not mm. using their talents you know mm. and, and it'd be a secondary thing and, yeah. and, them, and them feeling very frustrated in their mm. professional lives because they felt like they had more to offer, but there wasn't the path there or they didn't feel mm. the opportunity was there. Um, you know, and I remember observing that and thinking, my God, like you can, cause my, my granddad was an amazing um, wood carver and he made these beautiful um, animal carvings and everything. And, um, and he was really, he really tinkered in a shed. Like he was always out doing stuff in a shed yeah. and it was, passion like he absolutely loved it and he had so much skill um and I remember thinking you know that should have been what he was doing every day like yeah. he is loved with this thing mm. um, he's so talented you know um and like that there were other relatives who had the same um their own creative abilities and and, and it wasn't something they did every day so mm. it's back to that thing that I think we're in an amazing time 
like yeah. that we we can do those things I guess maybe back in the day there wasn't maybe that I think you're ability maybe or there was the ability but it mightn't have worked out the same way in terms of um there wasn't structures in place for you to have that kind of living in an easy way to make it your yeah. your career choice if you wanted that I guess whereas yeah. nowadays like it's back to that thing like social media is just amazing for creators and particularly yeah. you know for artists it's just so visual and it's it's opened up like yeah. literally the whole world hasn't that yeah. you know um really you know in terms of where you can sell your work and where people can find you from all over the world it's it's like it's incredible you know and um yeah I think it's it's available to anybody who wants it really it is. isn't that right nowadays whereas I yeah. maybe uh, my granddad was really like he was a uh, he was brilliant at wood um making he wouldn't have been a carver or such but he made um tables and amazing things like wow beautiful tables that with like matchsticks and like all sorts of things like on the on the actual top of the table like oh. really 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 beautiful um and like that it was I guess like that whole thing of tinkering and it as a hobby whereas nowadays I can see that if you were doing something like that you could easily have your own business your own Instagram account your own yeah. Facebook account and yeah you know be it's making so a living from it as well isn't yeah. it you know yeah um, but even the fact that like if you know not that long ago say somebody like me I would have had to be doing you know fairs and not mm. you know it would have it would have been a lot more of a physical job in terms of going to different shows and representing yourself in a physical in a physical way yeah. you know and, tra and traveling with your work and um reaching out to more um shops and galleries and I mean really I only sell at the minute through one shop in, in in our village here in Moycullen and um that's the tree bark store. It's it's a gorgeous coffee shop slash um art space and um gift shop. But like I sell I sell my work mostly direct. Whereas mm. like that would net you know it's amazing to think how much footwork foot you, you know yeah. actual work that would have taken before the whole social yeah. media thing. So yeah we're we're I it's, know we're so lucky it's so true um speaking of that you were talking about kind of getting your business up and running um a few years ago did you um put anything into place in terms of seeing it as a business and I mean did you do your own um like website how, like how did you get into the mind space I guess for those who are listening and yeah. thinking about something like this how did you start off how did you get into the mind space of seeing it as a business or what things did you do yourself that you had to incorporate various different things in your business to make it that yeah. way um I did do a few courses I did at the local enterprise office uh, start your own business course um, and that was um, that was actually before um, before my art website. I had another business um, called Coco Loves Flow, and it was children's. I made um, children's clothes and blankets and cushions and sold them. Oh. Um, so that was when you know, and I was in baby head because I had babies, you know, and yeah. um, I for them so then I turned that into 
and a business. Um, so I did the LEO course with that. And then um, I, I started selling paintings really before I decided I was going to, you know, have a business selling my art. Mm. People started buying some work that I um, had made at an art class that I did in, in Galway. And, um, and then more work started selling by um, word of mouth. And, it, and then that was the catalyst. Then I was like, I want to be able to sell work to people that I don't know as well. So um, yeah, I did the website myself. Uh, it's Wix website. And um, literally, Paula, like just used photographs that I, I took the photographs myself. Um, and anything that I didn't know, I went online and looked it up or did a course or Google, you know yeah. did a workshop or um but in terms of um the mindset of a business um I've done other courses like um do you know Tara from the biscuit community I did one of her yeah. courses was fantastic and Brilliant. um I've done a work some workshops with Kate O'Dwyer as well visibility she's a visibility coach and she's another coach yeah. person um, and I think we have some brilliant um, coaches and mentors in Ireland um, who are really um, getting behind Irish creatives and um, mm. Irish small small businesses and um, and helping us helping us get you know push forward and get to the next level. So um, mm. so using though you know making those connections in Ireland. Um, and and yeah the brilliant resources that, that that we have and that's all through instagram meeting those yeah, people meeting, you, meeting kate meeting tara you know it's that's come all through instagram so you know you don't only have the outlet there but you have uh, like the support and the people that mm. can help you um mm. do what it is that you want to do yeah it's a great community isn't it like and i think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for the majority the people are really wanting to cheer each other on you know and yeah uh, see others succeed I guess as well which is is amazing um it is what lovely. would you say one of the things that you find um most challenging about being an artist or creative um probably um okay financial unpredictability is mm. difficult um, you can yeah. go through to periods of, of of things being really good and having a really good month. And then you can go through a month where literally there's nothing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's really hard going. Um, I mean, in terms of just like, you know, the practicalities of planning your finances and, and knowing how you're going to manage that. And and with that comes, you know, you're, you've got periods of real highs because you're like, oh my god, this this is amazing. There's loads amazing. of orders, and yeah, like, Yay, yeah, and this yeah. Is and then you go through the holy shit, nothing has sold in two weeks. What is going on? How come yeah. nobody loves anything anymore? Like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that you know, to navigate the emotional side of the of that as well as the financial side, that's tough. Mm. Um. Um, and the other thing for me would be discipline then, Paula. It would just be, you know, um, my own having to be my own boss and say, right, Tori, like, cop on, you know, what's next? What do you, you know, get some planning in place. You know, yeah. what are you trying to achieve? 
where, where yeah. what direction are we going in? What's happening in the next month? You know, because sometimes you do have to have a start that stern chat with yourself because it's very easy to yeah. just get caught up in the making. I find anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I could um I could just make all day every day and just okay. hope that somebody turns yeah. up at my door and says, I want yeah. it all. I'll just gonna arrive. Well then take the whole collection, you know. That's yeah, I imagine exactly. that's gonna happen too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One um, of these days. Sorry, but yeah, you gotta yeah. have the chat. Yeah, and and I find that the planning, I've started doing the planning on a Sunday night. I'm not very good at planning, to be honest with you, but it's it's been a bit of a game changer for me in terms of, I say Sunday night, but I actually yesterday, I did it yesterday morning, but um, I try and have it there for the week so I know what I need to do for that, yeah. for that week, you know, because there are a lot of other things that go alongside with um, doing this kind of thing as well, isn't yeah. there? You know, the planning of what's coming out next, who do I need to contact, what do I need to order, all of those yeah. various different things. Like, I guess you're the same. Like, do you have, do you need to order more prints? Do you have enough rolls yeah, exactly. for the prints to package and them, all that kind of and, Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, I was online yesterday looking to order some new um, packaging because I love things to arrive. Um, you know. I, I always love to receive things that are packaged beautifully, so that's really important to me. And um, yeah. I was going online yesterday to order some tissue paper and um, stickers. And on the, on the website, it said lead time um, four or five weeks. And I was like falling off the chair. Yeah. Going, I <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, stuff like that where, you know, you need to keep on top of, of oh, and like pe people all of a sudden are talking about Christmas all the time, aren't they? Did you notice? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. And I'm people like all about. I, can't, I know. I can't deal with the chat about Christmas just yet. But you I do know. actually, you know, when you're selling work and you, you know, you're looking at the year and you go, okay, well, Christmas is a really good opportunity, you know, and you really, you know, you can't let it slip by. Yeah. It's so. true. And if you're planful with it, then it's I guess it makes it even better. But I listened to a podcast the other day. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, it was about some indie small business things. And they were saying, oh, yeah, Christmas time, you should really be like starting to prepare in July. <laughs> I like, no, I heard somebody say that. That is not happening thinking, around here. <laughs> I was thinking the other day, God, I'm really proud of myself. I've been thinking, you know, I actually have sat down and written, you know, what I'm going to do from now to Christmas, like as in, um, I kind of have a loose idea. And then I was like, yeah. God, I feel like I'm really organized. And then somebody said that, oh, yeah, July, June, July would usually be the time that you'd wrap up your Christmas. You know, you'd, you'd in your head know what your plan is for Christmas. I was like, no, yeah. that's never going to happen no, here. No, we're not those people, Tori. That's no, <laughs> no, no. And Definitely I do think not. also when you're making all of the things, I just, you can't do it all. You just, you no. like, you can't like, I, somebody was saying to me, oh, how do you, how do you um, keep on creating and selling and doing all of those things? And you have your family and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, but the Instagram is just one small reflection of yeah. one picture of what is going on in my day to day or my life. And you don't see or hear the tantrums, mostly mostly mine. 
Never oh mind God, the children, but you don't you don't hear those, you don't see those, you don't see the mess or the laundry or all of those different yeah, things. Yeah. Like other things drop along the way, you know, and it's that constant. You're trying to keep things up in the air and juggle things the whole time, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when I you think, put so much, you know, when you put so much into something, um, like for me, it's work and and kids. And the house yeah. kind of gets, you know, it's back down the end somewhere, you know, where yeah. you kind of go, okay, I can't, you know, I can't, everywhere can't be pristine. The laundry yeah. oh, can't be cleared because that's not where my priority can be at the minute. You know what I mean? Like you can only yeah. do so many things. Um, yeah. But balls do fall, you know, when you're juggling so many and I like, it, it bothers me sometimes. But then other times I go, do you know what, you know, I'm only one person. <laughs> yeah, it bothers me so. too. But then also I think um, particularly if you have, if you're doing this and it's your business and you have children, that whole, the mom guilt comes in from time to time and yeah. you see other people. And again, it's back to that whole Instagram, the, the ideal of what you should and shouldn't be doing or what your children are doing, all that kind of stuff, you know. And then yeah. I think, well, sometimes my kids have to like be sat in front of a, a screen in order for me to get some work done. I don't have a nanny and I don't have, you know, people nope. around to really help out with that. So, um, so that's just, yeah. that's just the way sometimes. That's just the reality you know? of it, you know, and yeah. exactly you know, sometimes it's not ideal, but you go, well, what are the options? You either don't work. Yeah. You know, yeah. and give yourself completely that other thing or, um, you know, yeah, it's it's a, it definitely is a juggle, Paula. I'm working from yeah. home, you know. You, think, you know, I think a lot of people have realised that it's not as easy because you have all those distractions right there in front of you all the time as well. Do you have any su suggestions for, say, for instance, if somebody was wanting to start out on a creative journey or they didn't have a clue of how to begin with some paints or you know, some colours, what advice would you give to somebody who said, oh, Tori, I, I'd love to do what you do or I'd love to start yeah. painting? What would you suggest yeah, to somebody? Um, oh, I just think that would be so much fun. I'd love to I'd love to sit down with somebody who, and just start messing around with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I would I would say forget about everything that anybody's ever told you about, like, you know, what you should do when you're um, drawing or painting and just have fun just get all the colors and all the crayons and all the stuff that you want to just mess around with and go for it on a big massive like you know don't worry about a tiny piece of paper make massive marks get loose um don't worry about what it looks like like mm. i i really think um just having fun with a, with a piece of paper or canvas is a great way to start um and also like in terms of like, if people don't know what what maybe they're how they you know what they want to draw or paint, I'd say, mm. what is it that you absolutely love? Is it food? Is it is it you know? Do you love flowers? Do you go love going to the garden center? Whereas for me, see, I like urban lines and stuff like that. So I would love mm. I love drawing like mark making from manhole covers or grids or do you know that type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Like asking yourself. What do I really love? I'm starting from starting from that. And what is it about mm. that I really love? Is it the color? Is it the texture? Is it the 
um, you know, because if you just start doing something generic that you don't even have any connection to, you're not gonna you're not gonna love the experience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It needs to resonate, um, I guess, doesn't it? You need to have that yeah. feeling of wanting more yeah. of this. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you naturally drawn to? You know, if somebody looks at a tree, is it the color of the tree or is it the texture of the bark? The bark, or you know what I mean? Like, really trying mm. to work out what it is that you want to start looking at. Yeah, I think that would be my advice. Does that sound like a lot? I love that. No, that sounds fantastic. I love it. I love you know the idea of a tree. What is it you're drawn to? The color or the texture? That's mm. that's very um very tangible, I guess, for people to understand and think about as well. You know, so so tell us. So what is next in the pipelines for you, Tori? Do you have anything exciting coming up? Um, I guess yes. We talked about Christmas and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, what's next for you? Or what are your what are you hoping I to do? Have, um, I have about 15, uh, 15 or sixteen new paintings that um, aren't on the website yet, and that are that are going to make their way up there. <laughs> Fingers mm. crossed. Uh, in the next yeah. week or two. Um, so uh, I'm really excited to have some um, originals available. Um, there wasn't that much um, on the website for the last while. Um, so after that, then um, I'm going to be making my small um, gift artwork for Christmas gifts. Um, yeah. So there'll be a small collection of those um, available probably by maybe the end of October. Um, and apart from that, Paula, I'm just going to keep painting because it's just what I love doing. So, you know, like just going to keep plugging away. <laughs> I've got some big, massive canvases out there, um, one point five meter by one meter um wow, that I've been okay. looking at for a while that I, I want to tackle um maybe concentrate on four or five um big pieces and have you worked that size before then Tori um uh, a meter by meter would be the biggest original size that okay, I've worked on yeah. um wow. and that's yeah so um so a meter and a half by a meter it's just my studio is quite small so I am a bit limited um mm. You know, it's only like a four meter by three and a half meter box. So it's a, it's yeah. a, like tech, just like you move one thing and then you have to move. So you need to be doing no more. You need to make sure things can get in the door, I guess, you know, yeah. in terms of canvases yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so I'm really excited to work on some really big pieces. Um, and yeah. That's the plan. Brilliant. Wow, fantastic. Well, I look forward to seeing them all, Tori. Um, you're going to release them as a collection altogether, are you? Yeah, you I am. Yeah, mm. in the next, yeah, yeah. Th this time I will. If, if I'm, because these paintings all just kind of kept happening, I thought, well, there's enough there to release it as a collection. But sometimes I do do two or three at a time and, um, yeah and put those up but I'll always um kind of contact my um my newsletter subscribers and, and give them a heads up first um Brilliant. yeah so that's how it's going this so, time fantastic where can people find you if they're wanting to know more about you or see more about your work so the website toriervineart.com that's where um mm -hmm. all the available work is up there and if you want any info Great. on me that's on there and then on Instagram at Tori Irvine Art, um, I'm as I say, I'm on there, kind of 
as much as I can be <laughs> quite yeah. a lot yeah. um, my stories yeah. usually you usually get like a, a good visual of what I'm at every day and the stories I'll just pop a few um images from the studio so that's a nice way of keeping keeping up to date with what's going on as well yeah. brilliant yeah. Tori thank you so much for coming on today and having a chat oh, it's been a pleasure that. um chatting to you and I've been as I'm talking to you I'm admiring all your beautiful works behind you as well um, thank you so, so much I feel like I feel like we're mates for years so it's been so oh, lovely to you. <laughs> one of these days we'll, we'll I'm sure our paths will join we'll, yeah we'll, um, I'm sure meet up in, in real life yeah yeah, yeah. okay Thanks take so care Tori and thank you so Great much stuff. take care okay, thank you bye bye, bye.